0: Yo, Dave Lochran here and we got a new podcast for you. Appropriately named Laffy and Savoka, a fantasy football podcast.
1: Wow, we needed a name brand, several focus groups to get us all the way there. But every single Friday, you and I are taking that same analytical and debate uh, energy that we brought to every single DFS slate over the last two seasons. And coming at you every Friday, talking about the NFL, the changing landscape and how it applies to fantasy football, best ball and of course DFS. We're going to be here all football season long. You can find us on the stochastic fantasy football channel and on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts today. It's going to be a great time
0: here. Have a little taste.
1: Let's talk about this Philadelphia Eagles new core, this new wide receiver core. I'm so sorry. You don't spend a first rounder in three straight years. Cause remember they just traded their first rounder for a wide receiver. And then a second rounder on a quarterback to not eventually turn into a possible explosive pass-happy offense. So in my opinion, we're going to see this team change their philosophy while still utilizing the best aspects of Jalen Hurts' rushing upside. You're throwing the ball to Dallas Goddard, Devonta Smith, and A.J. Brown. I'm so sorry that 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 is what you've got to do. And if Jalen Hurts can't, please get somebody who can because this is an exciting offense. Even your boy, Miles Sanders, should get plenty of red zone opportunities if things go well. And I do think we should mention that there has been a lot of philosophical changes throughout the league as well. Uh, Coaching standpoint, that obviously changes things for many teams, but personnel, teams don't lie when they make personnel moves like this. And we saw the uh the viral Twitter picture of Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown getting in work together. I think it was down in Florida. They're already becoming that uh that best duo buddy and Devonta Smith, too. I mean, can you really expect better from a wide receiver too? I realize they got Jalen Waddle in Miami, but I'm I'm t- I'm planting a flag. You're buying in to yeah, this offense.
0: I'm I'm honestly surprised. I don't disagree. Uh as 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 a Philly area native, I'm always skeptical. I don't let it influence my decision making, but it it's all going. I mean, listen, I can. You could we could say whatever we want, and and I could Mm -hmm. I could try and give you every stat in the book, be as analytically uh, driven as possible, but it all comes down to can Jalen Hurts make throws, and 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 if he does. And it kind of speaks to what you're saying, though. Do you give up everything? Not everything. I I actually thought it was a great trade for A.J. Brown. Uh, But do you give up a first to to get A.J. Brown? Uh, Do you draft Devontae Smith? Do you do all of this stuff and still have Jalen Hurts as your quarterback if you don't think he can, to some extent, get them the football?
1: Yeah. Neither Tua Tagovailoa nor Jalen Hurts have earth-shattering numbers. But here are things that I like about Jalen Hurts. He's not afraid to go deep. His 9.0 air yards per attempt, third highest in the NFL. So at least he knows what talent he has when he's throwing deep. He actually was seventh in player profilers money throws rating, which means throws over 20 yards or throws that required exceptional athleticism. And he was still top 20 in the NFL in total air yards. So he's not not throwing deep. If he throws more often, they were 21st in the NFL in pass attempts. If they move that up to, say, 12th, you know, a little bit better than league average, and he's throwing that deep every time, now you're talking about a team that could be one of the top teams in total air yards. And from an efficiency standpoint, 16th in expected points added, league average right now, and getting better in terms of his own efficiency and his surrounding cast, I just see a lot of upside here. And especially A.J. Brown, man, there's something there's something special about him. I know Tyree Kill, a, an amazing player in his own right, but A.J. Brown just makes some catches that, honestly, the only person I can remember in my time really following fantasy football making catches like that is Antonio Brown in his absolute prime.
0: Look, I don't disagree with anything. I'm just – all I'm saying is I have a very difficult time trying to evaluate this offense this year. And one of the reasons for that is – no team had a a lower pass play percentage in the league last year than the Philadelphia Eagles. And the crazy thing about that is it wasn't the case early in the season. They ran the football so much over the second half of the year that they finished 32nd in, or, or you could say first in run play percentage. It's, Really remarkable stuff. How that, how much they change things around, and they actually started doing that before Miles Sanders came back into the fold. Remember, he was injured. For so, I, I think the hope here is that there's a, a lot of efficiency, and that's what comes back to my my Jalen Hurts comments. Is I don't think the volume is going to be there, even if they mm-hmm. aren't, even if they aren't the the highest or the lowest passing team in the league again. I, you know, Tennessee was without Derrick Henry all season long. Uh there's there not all season, but a lot of the season. There's a lot to go into that. It's still a tough team for me to figure out. And another reason is they you look anywhere right now when you're projecting overall talent of an offensive line or or performance, Philadelphia Eagles are going to either be first or they're going to be top three. The offensive line is fantastic. They're great. And yeah, and and as far as run blocking goes, they're also really good. So I just I I'm still a little bit up in the air here and, and not to take a, not to play like a cop-out role, but I, I don't know what to expect. And I think it all is, is, is hinging on whether or not Jalen hurts is, is if if he's remotely efficient, this offense is going to absolutely hum.
1: Just get to the point where you have enough throws on a per game basis from your quarterback so that you can legitimately evaluate him. I think that's about 35 passes a game. And you said it, it, it it really shifted over the course of the 2021 season. Just listen to the number of pass attempts Jalen Hurts had 35 in week one, 23 week two, 39, 48, 37. So he has huge passing volume against Dallas, Kansas city, Carolina, And then something happens. Well, in two of
0: those games, they got got shit on by Kansas City and by Dallas.
1: Obviously, game situation. The more you're losing, the more likely you are to pass on any given play. Absolutely. But in my opinion, a modern offense should never be throwing the ball 14 times in a game, 17 times in a game, 23, 24 times in a game. Get that out of here. But You're They won all right. those
0: games. That's that's why I'm saying it makes it tough. They 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 might have lost one of those games, but they won almost all of those games where they had absurdly low passing volume. They won. So, a- am I agreeing with that that approach? Not necessarily. But if if the if the if the, if, the, if it shows in the results, do we see a similar approach this year? That's what I'm saying.
1: I still don't think you go get AJ Brown to say we're ready to be a run-first team that throws 14 times a game.
0: Maybe not. I don't know. Tasted good, huh? Come hang out with us every Friday afternoon.
1: Lafayette and Saboka, a fantasy football podcast. You'll find it on YouTube on the Stochastic Fantasy Football page every single Friday. And you can listen to it on audio form everywhere podcasts are today.